Hey everybody, this is Yoga with Adam, and I'm Adam Hoke. This is episode 134, Backbends for Your Feet. Really, it's about ankle mobility, but I thought it'd be a little bit more sexy if we say backbending for your feet. Uh, So we're going to do ankle mobility drills, a full class where we do a bit of everything, and we'll lead up to doing some dancer pose and other backbends and involve the feet hopefully a little bit more than you normally do just so you develop your strength and awareness in this region. So I have a block, brick, and strap as I teach, but you don't really need them if you don't have them. So get on your mat and enjoy the practice. Okay, so let's start lying down. Have your strap nearby so once you get totally settled, you don't have to make a huge kerfuffle to find it. Then close your eyes or look towards the ceiling. And as your breath settles, let the bones of your body settle. Asking yourself how you're feeling. And then give yourself your present tense affirmation or statement of intention of why you're here and what you need this practice to be. And keeping that in your body and in your breath and in your thought processes, let's begin. Hug right knee in towards chest. The left leg is either bent or straight, but it's active. And the hands holding the right leg are only giving as much effort as necessary. Circle the right foot, just the foot, just the foot, working your foot. And try as you circle to go to end range of motion at all points of the circle. And then circle the other way. Strongly point the foot. Try to do that without total toe scrunch. And then strongly flex the foot, pushing through the heel. Strongly point and strongly flex. Good. And then take your strap, strap the ball of the right foot and straighten the leg up towards the ceiling. And take a moment to ensure that your shoulders are settled down. Your teeth are parted, and however the left leg is placed, it's still a little bit alert and pushing into the ground. Then, as we did with the bent leg, point the foot. Flex the foot of the right leg. One more time. Point, keeping resistance in the strap, and flex. Then find somewhere in the middle. Keep tension into the strap from hand and also from foot. And just take a couple breaths with teeth parted, shoulders settled. 
Then the leg stays exactly where it is. You don't move the leg. Simply let go of the strap, but keep the right leg in place and try to maintain its position. So the right leg stays up, but you don't use the strap. Breathe up the length of the thigh, calf, and heel. And if there's a little shake, it's okay. It won't be forever. All right. As slowly as you can, lower the leg to the ground. Breathe in and out. Just take a breath before side number two. Then hug left knee into chest. Right leg can be straight or bent. Circle the foot. Circle the foot. Keep the right leg very active. Circle the foot the other direction, trying to go to end range of motion as you go. Then point the foot. Try to do it without toe scrunch because that's something different. Flex the foot, push through the heel. One more time, point and flex. Good, and then strap the foot, straighten the left leg up towards the ceiling. Right leg can be bent or straight, but it's active. Shoulders are down and teeth are parted. And just take a couple breaths just to settle in. You're here, you're breathing with a leg stretch. And then slowly point, slowly flex. And do that a couple of times. Just watch. I want to get just the hair, just a hair. Keep the foot somewhere in between point and flex. Stay. Then stay, but don't hold the strap. So we just develop a little bit of strength in this range of motion. And I know the strap is nicer, but this just gives us a little bit more on the mobility front to be able to control it. Good. Slowly lower the leg to the ground. All right, you can move the strap out of the way and just hug your knees in towards your chest. Take a couple breaths. So clearly we're working into foot and ankle and how that's going to affect everything else. So we're just going to keep building that up. So we'll do a couple more things that are a little bit geeky and uh, very precisely focused and we'll take it into a flow. Roll to your side, come up to sit and we're going to sit in a funny way. It has a funny name called combat position. The right leg is going to be in a squat. Okay. The right leg is in a squat. The left leg is just seated behind you. You can sit on your heel or you can sit your butt on any number of your props or the left leg can be sort of forward, but the right leg is doing everything it does in a squat. Okay. And if you're uncomfortable, remember you can have props underneath your butt, get the right heel a little bit backwards, tip your weight a little bit forwards. So you increase the demand into the ankle. So the shin bone is moving towards the foot, but your heel is not lifting. So just sort of tip your weight as far forward as you can. You can position the foot anywhere you want, so you can just tip your weight forward. Keep the heel down, keep the toes down, keep the ball of the foot down. And try to go to a place that is a little bit demanding for you. Firm down into the heel, the base of big toe, the base of pinky toe. 
Good. All of you just look really ready, like you're a classical sculpture. I like it. <laughs> Now we'll add a little muscular action. The ball of the right foot presses firmly down, like it wants to drag the mat backwards. Ball of right foot pushes down, like it wants to drag the mat backwards. Take one more breath there with that. So that does one thing. Then don't move your legs. Just push now through the right heel. And without tipping your weight backwards, could you lift the ball of the right foot? Not just your toes. Could you lift the ball of the right foot without your weight tipping backwards? Without your weight tipping backwards. If it easily happens, your weight needs to be more far forward. Now, other breath. Could you lift the ball of the right foot? If you're doing it right, there will be no motion. You just have muscular action. Okay. All right. And then come out of that. Change sides. So all this is doing is training that ankle to go into that shape a little better because we need it for squats, we need it for down dog, we need it for other things. I know it's not the most exciting, but it's helpful. Left leg is in a squat. Right leg is however it's comfortable, including props underneath your butt. Tip your weight forward without the heel of the left foot lifting, and you can go as far forward into that sort of low squat on the left side as you want without the heel lifting. Keep pressure down through heel, base of big toe, base of pinky toe. So it's just half of a squat. Left leg doing squat. Then we add the muscular action. Ball of left foot pushes down like it's dragging the mat backwards. So that does one thing. Ball of left foot pushes down like it's dragging the mat backwards. Another breath. And then heel. Pushes down without tipping your weight backwards. Could you engage everything to lift the ball of the left foot? If it lifts, you need to tip your weight more forward. Could you do everything possible to lift the ball of the left foot so the top of the foot moves toward the shin? Good. Last breath. Okay, and then come out of that downward facing dog. And then you can notice something about your feet in down dog. But first, have a little wiggle, a little bend and straighten. Mm -hmm. Once you start doing yoga for a long time, you might notice some blind spots or areas you never work on, and our ankle mobility might be one of those. Not as exciting as handstand splits, but important. All right, so you're in down dog. Then you can look towards your feet and notice where the top of your foot meets your leg, sort of shin bones into top of foot. Sometimes we get a little skin crease there. For our purposes today, we want to deepen those folds. So heels go backwards and down. Doesn't matter if they touch anything, but heels go backwards and down. And we try to deepen that crease at the ankle, and we match that. By some pressure into the balls of your feet. Another breath. Then rock forward to plank pose. Take a few wiggles to figure it out. Feet might have to walk a little bit back. You can always bring your knees down if that is better weight bearing for you. So hands are spread, shoulders are spread. Can all your toes be on the mat? Can you get a little bit of the ball of your foot on the mat? And can there be pressure back through the heels? 
So feet are alert, and then all the alertness of feet travels up through the whole body. Drop your knees, roll down in the sphinx pose. Bring your forearms forward and elbows down in the sphinx. Then slowly lift up the right foot, lengthen it backwards, and lower it back down so you're more on top of the front of the ankle. And then lift the left foot, lengthen it backwards and down so you're more on top of the left ankle. Stay in your sphinx, push down through your arms, and a little action like you're dragging the mat backwards to allow the chest to expand. And then the tops of the feet, which are now a little flatter to the floor, push down into the feet like you're trying to drag the mat forwards. Make sure your elbows are far forward so your chest can rise. Another breath, dragging the feet forward in that action. Good. And then just soften the action of the feet, but keep the action of the arms. Lift the right foot just a little bit. Lengthen back and out through the toes, trying to open the front of the ankle. And get the leg as low as you can without touching the mat. And then do the same thing with the left leg. Lift it a little bit up. Reach out through the toes and keep the leg as low to the ground as you can without touching. So both legs are up, just barely floating off the floor and you're reaching through your toes. Good. And then come back down and then back to downward facing dog. I've been trying to think of an exciting way to talk about this. So I'm going to say it's back bends for your feet. Is that exciting? Back bends for your feet. Okay. Down dog, deepen that ankle crease. It's a forward fold for your feet. Deepen that ankle crease. Tip forward to plank pose. Just press back through your heels and allow that to be what makes your legs alert. And then core can be a little lifted and alert and shoulders can broaden as you push through the arms. Then we're going to do our sort of lazy version of up dog. Drop your knees down. One at a time, lift your feet, lengthen them back and down. So your top of the ankle, flat feet, so you're back bending for the feet. Keep that, let hips sag forward. So it's sort of like up dog, but your knees are down. And then if your hands are too far back towards your feet, you can bring them a little forward to help you get the push through your arms. Press the arms down, act like you're dragging the mat back. A little lift up through lower belly. Press through your feet like you're dragging the mat forwards. Stay or elevate the knees. So it's up dog. Dragging the mat forward with your feet, backwards with your arms. Good, some heavy sighing. Okay. Drop your knees, step back downward facing dog, as if you've never done up dog before. <laughs> Maybe you haven't. Maybe you've just sort of like moved through something that resembles it. Deepen that ankle crease. All right, so that's our little warm up. We have some awareness of our feet. We won't belabor it in the flow. We'll just sort of come to it as necessary. Walk yourself forward, standing forward fold. Bend the knees enough that you can fold over the legs. You can play around with the width of your feet until you have a happy fold. Part your teeth, breathe out through your mouth. Let's have this little moment of, okay, I surrender all. I surrender all. I'm here. Then slowly roll up, slowly roll up. As you stand, palms open by your side. 
back of heart, back of head and neck open to the wall behind you, and feet spread and open to the floor. Inhale, reach the arms forward and up, half salute. Fold all the way down with the exhale. Halfway up with the inhale. Fold, exhale. All the way up, inhale. Hands relax, exhale. Building on this. Inhale, arms up. Fold. Halfway lift. Right leg back, knee drops, foot flat. Lift up, low lunge, reaching the arms, pressing through back foot. Come down, plank pose. Take a breath in your plank, pushing through the heels. Drop your knees lower to the floor. Reach the arms backward. Lift up, locust, reach through the toes without scrunching them. Come down and back, downward facing dog. Inhale the right leg up into the air. Also lift the bottom heel. Make room for the transition. Then step through to your low lunge. Drop the back knee, the back foot. Raise the arms up. Sort of push through the back foot. Use it. It's flat. Then hands down and step forward softly, lightly. Halfway lift, inhale, fold, all the way lift, driving down through your feet as you reach through your arms, then hands come down. Again, inhale, arms lift, fold, halfway lift, left leg back. Drop the knee, flatten the foot. Raise the arms up. Use the back foot. Drag it forward. Plank pose. Push through the heels in your plank. Drop your knees lower to the floor. Reach the arms back. Lift everything up for locust. Reach through the toe tips. Come down and back, downward facing dog. Deepen that ankle crease in your down dog. Inhale, the left leg up. Also lift the bottom heel. Step through to your lunge. Back knee down, back foot down. Raise the arms up. Use the back foot. Hands down and step forwards. Lightly, softly. Halfway lift. Fold. All the way lift. Hands come down. Similar. Inhale, arms go up. Fold. Halfway lift. Right leg back, but keep the knee up. Toes are tucked. Raise the arms up. High lunge. Hands down. Plank pose. A breath and plank. Drop the knees, tricep press to the floor, slowly. Flatten the feet, medium-sized cobra. 
Feet drag forward, hands drag back. Back to downward facing dog. Inhale the right leg slowly up. Also lift the bottom heel. Step through to your high lunge. Raise the arms up. Also power through the back ball of foot. Hands down, softly step forward. Try not to drag, soft step. Halfway lift. Fold. All the way lift. Hands come down. Last one. Inhale, arms go up. Fold. Halfway lift. Left leg back. High lunge. Arms lift. Use the back ball of foot. Hands down. Plank. Breath and plank. Slow motion. Knees drop. Half tricep press. Chaturanga to the floor. Use your strength. Medium-sized cobra. We'll do a bigger one later. Downward-facing dog. <clears throat> Inhale the left leg slowly up. Also lift the bottom heel. Step through to your high lunge. Raise the arms up. Hands down and step forwards. Halfway lift. Fold. All the way lift. Hands down. Okay. We are going to squat up and down with a heel lift. So the narrow foam block, if you have it, if you don't have it, just roll your mat a few times over. You have a little heel lift. All right. So don't worry about it if you don't have them. So roll your mat a little bit or use the narrow foam block underneath your heels. Balls of feet on floor or mat, toes on floor or mat. For today, have a little distance between the feet and maybe a bit of turnout. Heels remain on the height. Balls of feet spread out. The heel lift will decrease the ankle demand. You might get more depth than usual. Inhale simultaneously, butt back, arms up into sort of squat, sort of chair. Exhale, stand slowly, arms come down. We're going to do that four more times. Inhale, sit back. Not the thick brick. Slowly stand. Go as low as you'd like. Inhale, sit back. Exhale, stand. Last couple. Inhale, sit, stand. This one will be different. Inhale, sit, stay. Bring your hands to prayer center of chest. Make sure you haven't either overcommitted to your squat or undercommitted. Go to a depth that's interesting. Heels press, inner arches lift and engage. And lower back has a little bit of push in and up. Good. Take another breath. Bring the hands down. Come into a fold. Remove any block or rolled mat. Walk out to plank chaturanga or downward facing dog, your choice. 
Playing Chaturanga, slowly not rushing it into up dog, cobra, or locust, or just down dog. Okay. We'll return to the squat in a little bit. You're back in down dog. You can play around with foot width until you're happy. And let's work on deepening that ankle crease. So sort of building the pose from the ankle on up. Lift the right leg up slowly. Now what happens generally is when we start to turn the leg open, which we'll do in a second, the left leg tries to do the work. Nope, the left leg stays put. Bend the right leg. Left leg doesn't change. Roll the right thigh open and then roll the pelvis a little bit over over this very steady and stable left leg. Left heel reaches straight back. Notice if it's turning to the left and deepen the ankle crease. Good. Step through to warrior two, hands on hips. Hands on hips for now. We'll bring, bring in the arms in a moment. Try not to be on a tight rope. Give yourself a little bit of space and then decide how much depth you want into the pose. Can you lift the toes of the front foot and spread them out? Good. And then bring them back down. Can you lift the heel of the front foot? Get a little power through the leg and then lengthen the heel bone back down. Can you keep pressure in ball foot and heel? The back foot, can you have pressure in heel? Can you lift toes and spread them and then bring them back down? If not, if you can't do all those things, you got to move your foot. Squeeze the legs a little bit towards each other and then reach the arms forward and back. There's just this energy squeezing in through inner leg. Look past your front fingertips. Yes. Last moment or so, broad through back, a little push down through arm. Then straighten front leg, hug right thigh and hip back and under. Before you come down, engage firmly down through right big toe side of foot, like you're dragging it back and firm and reach through left heel. Come down triangle pose, hand to shin or brick or floor. Top arm reaches straight up. Lean back into your shoulder blades. Hug the right hip back and under. Drive down through right base of big toe. Good. Another breath. Really nice. Come all the way back up, warrior two, bending the front leg. All right. From here, we're going to work on our transition. Left hand to hip. Right hand dead forward of the right foot on brick or floor. Dead forward, not to the right. Lift the back leg, come into half moon. Immediately bring the left leg a little bit to the left to help you balance. Otherwise, you'll fall over with a hand there. So left leg a little bit to the left. Left side of mat. So left leg a little bit to this side of the room, this fall. Good. Lean back into your shoulder blades. If you'd like, lift the top arm up. The lifted leg is alert and up. Can you, do you have enough control to point the foot slowly? And flex the foot slowly. Point. And flex. And then find somewhere in the middle. Take one more breath. Step to runner's lunge. Both hands on the ground. Back foot on the ground. Raise the right arm up. It's twisting lunge. Build the pose from foot and ankle. So drive straight down through front shin. Drawing that whole front leg a little bit back and in. And then push back through back ball of foot. 
but sort of drag the whole left leg and left hip forward. Good. Bring the hand down. Just step back to downward facing dog. Just down dog. Hop or step through to seated and then sit with bent legs in front of you. Sort of like boat pose, but your feet are on the ground. Uh, let's have hands by our sides, just pushing down to help the torso stay elevated. So knees are bent in front of you. Flex the feet. Heels are on the floor. Point the feet so you're sort of pushing down into the floor. One more time. Flex. And point. All right. And then with hands like this, only the right leg comes into boat pose. So you only lift the right leg, it comes into boat pose. No matter where it goes, straighten the leg. Press through your arms to get the lift through your torso. Stay or hands are off the floor. Point the foot. Flex. Point. Flex. Good. Right foot to the floor, hands by your side, get a little push through your torso. Left leg alone comes into boat pose. So you've lifted the foot. I don't care how high it is, just straighten the leg. Push through your arms to make sure your torso is long. Point the foot. Flex. Point. Flex. Maybe don't hold with the arms. Torso. Good. Last breath. And then feet to the floor. Hold the thighs, tip back, boat pose balance, both feet off the ground. Point the feet. Flex. Point. Flex. Find somewhere in the middle. Holding your legs, pull yourself a little bit up. Straighten the legs. Stay or don't hold the legs. Can there be pressure out through the balls of your feet, like a little accelerator pedal? All right. Come down, cross the legs, don't do anything. Cross the legs. And we're gonna all pretend that we can beautifully do this transition, even if it's not gonna happen. All right, we'll go through the stages. You're in cross-legged. Hands are placed down outside the hips on the floor and then a little bit forward. Lean forward, push through your arms, lift your butt. Then raise your knees, then raise your feet. Slide the feet through, go to Chaturanga. Or say, no thank you. Walk back to Chaturanga or down dog. Yeah, sense of humor is good. But that's where it goes. That's where that thing goes. Often we use a little momentum with it, which makes life a bit easier. Okay. Raise the left leg up into the air. Bend that leg and turn open. And then immediately check in with the right leg. Is it still doing down dog? Has the heel bone turned out to the right? If so, lengthen it backwards and deepen the ankle crease. So just have that very steady leg from ankle on up. Step through to warrior two. Take a couple breaths to set up. Have hands on hips first as we get the feet working. Try not to be on a tightrope. So I would generally say heel to heel or wider for most people. Front foot, can you lift the toes, spread them out? So sort of a good check that, that, you're, that, that, toes, that foot's on line. Then bring the toes, ball foot back down. Can you lift the front heel? Can you get that alert? Good, and bring it back down. 
back foot, just drive through the heel. Try to lift the toes. If you can't lift the toes or all of them, you should move your foot until you can and then bring them back down. Keep that, add the arms to the pose. Look past your front fingertips. We create our little isometric squeeze. So back leg tries to drag forward, front leg tries to drag backward. And you find your power in the middle of that. Another breath in your warrior two. Straighten the front leg, get the hips ready. Left hip pulls back, right hip a little forward. Get the foot ready, front ball of foot, firm dragging back. Come down, triangle pose. Top arm reaches up, lean back into your shoulder blades. Often we lose the front big toe side of foot, so push firmly down into front big toe side of foot. Lean back into shoulder blades, touch the ceiling. Good. Another breath or so. Come all the way back up, warrior two. From here, right hand to hip to begin. Left hand dead forward of the left foot. Big step on floor or brick. And then as you come up into half moon, the right leg in the air will have to go to a little bit to the right side of your mat. So you're sort of aligned and then your torso is around the center. Turn the torso open. Reach the top arm up if you'd like. If you're losing your balance, that's fine because you're not used to it but right leg can be a little bit more to the right. The lifted leg, is it alert? Can you point the foot slowly? Flex, point, flex, and then find somewhere in the middle, take another breath. Step to your runner's lunge. Left arm up, it's a twisting lunge. Build the pose from the feet. Back foot, try to get on the ball of the foot. All your toes, ball of foot. Front shin drives down into heel, and then you get the little power from the legs. You can turn open. Good. Hand down, back to downward facing dog. All right. Not doing boat pose again. We'll do something different. Roll forward to plank. If you're going to do side plank with your knees off the mat, bring right hand a little forward and roll to your right side. If not, keep the hands where they are. Roll to your right side, drop a knee, drop the bottom knee or use your forearm. Reach to the ceiling with the top arm. Flex the feet strongly. Try to be on the outer edge of the feet. Look like they're pushing into the back wall. Good, another breath. Come back down to plank or all fours. Breathe in, breathe out. If you're doing plank with knees up, left hand will go a little forward to the front of the mat and then roll onto your left side. If not, you can use a knee, you can use a forearm. Push the floor away. Reach through the heels. So just for today, let's have flex feet. Just see, see what happens if you really make the feet alert, not just sort of like things that are there. They're really alert. Good, looks good. Bring the hand down. Back to downward facing dog. Step or hop forward, standing forward fold. Take a few breaths, standing forward fold before we move on. Few breaths, standing forward fold. Halfway up and inhale. Fold. All the way up. Feel free to backbend a bit in it, but the backbend begins down at the feet. Hands relax down. All right, we're going to squat again but no heel raise. 
that may decrease your capacity to go super low. If so, that's fine. It just reveals what's going on at the ankle. Keep the heels down. Only go as far as you can with heels down and lower back, not rounding, going offline. Lower back has a little bit of energy and lift. Inhale, butt back, arms up, bend the knees. Squat slash chair. Exhale, stand. Slow-mo rise. Inhale, sit back. So see where you can go now that the heel lift is away. Slowly stand. Inhale, sit back. Exhale. Last couple. Inhale, sit. Challenge your depth. Stand. This one will be different. Inhale, sit back. Then hands to prayer, center of chest. Do heels have pressure and weight? Have you overcommitted to your squat or undercommitted? Does lower back have a little bit of lift? Good. Stay here, two or three more breaths, or bring the arms down, transition into bakasana, knees attached to upper arms. So either stay in squat or transition to bakasana, or try transitioning to bakasana. Another breath or two in bakasana, or attempting bakasana, or in your squat. If you're in Bakasana, maybe you hop back, maybe you walk back. Everyone else, you walk or hop back. And then whatever happened, now it's done. And you're here and we're all here together. You know, I could have said like transitioning to Bakasa, then headstand. Then back to Bakasana. Then up to handstand. We could just make it, it could go on and on. So don't get too excited or disappointed. Raise the right leg up into the air. Step through high lunge, hands on hips. Then look at your back foot. Pivot on the ball of the foot so you can drop the back heel. So it's sort of like warrior one, but we're allowing hips and chest to angle a bit to the left. Drive firmly back through the back heel as you raise the chest and then interlace your fingers, press your palms up towards the ceiling. Can you keep that pressure through the back heel? So it's in between warrior one and warrior two. So you're slightly angled open. Good. Then bring the hands back down to prayer center of the chest, push the palms together, pivot on the back ball of foot. So you the heel lifts again. Lean forward, but don't lift off. Just lean forward about 45 degrees. Get strongly into the front heel, base of big toe, base of pinky toe. And no momentum, just keep shifting your weight forward until you're very light on the back toes. And then back toes can lift and you simply straighten the front leg and you're in warrior three. Reach the arms backwards or forwards. The lifted leg, Point it, flex it, point, flex. Find somewhere in the middle, take one more breath. Step back, high lunge, arms up into the air. Really nice. Look where we got with all that ankle control. Good. Bring the hands down to frame the front foot so you're in runner's lunge. 
Scoot both hands one big step forward, lift the back leg. Stay or raise the heel of the standing leg. Stay or flatten the palms down a little bit ahead of you. Stay or as you exhale, a little weight rocks into the hands. Or a little or medium or big hop, only concerned with getting the top leg high, not trying to get the bottom leg up. That's where we start falling over. Only trying to get top leg high. Once or twice more, rocking or hopping or just breathing in the standing split. Good. And then that's it. Downward facing dog. Don't get too excited. Just doing the work you do regularly so these things, these poses happen when you want them to happen. Lift the left leg up. Also lift the bottom heel so you make a little room. Step through high lunge, hands on hips. Find your balance, find your breath. Pivot on the back ball of foot so it, the heel drops. So you're sort of, sort of like warrior one, back heel down, but you're angled a bit open to the right. Then reach the arms up, interlace the fingers, press the palms up. Drive down through back heel. If it's not on the floor, you got to move your foot. The back heel's not on the floor, you got to move your foot. Good. Another breath. Then bring the hands down to prayer center of chest. Push the hands together. That sort of just tells the body to awaken. Pivot on the back ball of foot so you're back in the high lunge. Don't lift off. I know you're ready to go, but just lean forward. First, get weight in the front heel. Big toe, pinky toe. And then because we worked on the ankle, we can really tip forward until you're very light on the back toes until they just float. And then you just stand. You just stand. Chest reaches forward. Arms reach forward or back. Point the foot. Just stay back there. Flex. Point. Flex. Somewhere in the middle. Take one more breath. High lunge, arms up into the air. That was really good, everyone. I'm proud papa. Bring the hands down, frame the front foot. Both hands scoot far forward, lift the back leg. Stay or raise the bottom heel. Stay or flatten the palms. Stay or rock weight in and out of the hands. Or as you rock weight in and out of the hands, just try to get the top leg higher with a hop. But don't try to get the bottom leg up unless you're very skilled in it. I don't want anyone falling over. Last one or two. Looking really good. Good on this side. Okay. And then everyone... Come down, downward facing dog. And then simply walk your hands back to the back, to your feet. Walk your hands to your feet. Standing forward, fold. Either step on your palms, padahasasana, or hold your elbows, hang. Don't have a fancy Sanskrit term for that. If anyone knows, you can tell me later. Stepping on your palm, people, you can tip your weight a little bit forward and bend your elbows outward. Holding elbows, people. Make sure elbows are heavy. Arms are heavy. Everybody, shake your head out a second. And I see a lot of neck tension. Parting teeth helps the neck and jaw tension. All right. Then, let go of that. Roll up to stand. Position yourself 
on the mat or in the room. So you're ready to do a standing balance. All right. So if you want your own space around people or you want to be by a wall to help you, you do that. Hands on hips. You have a focal point. Hands remain on hips. Right heel to right buttock. Hands remain on hips. Right kneecap points down. Right thigh bone likes to tip forward. Just get right thigh bone in line with left thigh bone. Enjoying it? Okay. I like the honesty. (laughs) Reach the right hand back. Grab the pinky toe side of the right foot. Ah, nice. Okay. Then stay there or walk around the toe tips until you're on the big toe side. Get the sort of back bend of the foot so you open up the front of the ankle. Push the foot into the hand. From there, tip forward into your dancer pose. Choose a focal point, look at it, reach the arms, or reach the top arm, reach the back foot, and push the foot into the hand. Take another breath. Keep the chest pretty high. Keep the chest pretty high so that is a back bend. Yeah. All right, keep holding the foot. Come back up to vertical, left hand to hip. Left hand to hip, keep holding the foot. Keep holding the foot, left hand to vertical. Now, right hand pulls the heel to the buttock. So we have the passive strut. Then keep the right leg in place. Keep it in place. Don't let it move. Don't let it move. Keep squeezing the heel to the butt with the power of the leg. But right hand to hip. Right hand to hip. Right hand to hip. Right hand to hip. You just did it. So now you're just not holding. Why is it different? Slowly lower the leg down. Stand on two feet. Breathe in and out. Hands remain on hips, left heel, left bum. You might be cheating by bringing the left knee far forward, but get the left kneecap pointing down, left thigh bone in line with right thigh bone. So another breath or two, just using your strength to get the leg in position. Then left hand holds the outside of the foot, relief, stays or walks around to the big toe side of the foot. Open front of the ankle, push the foot into the hand, and then move into your dancer pose. Have your focal point, stick with it. Push foot and hand together, solid through the standing leg. Another breath or two. Then keep holding the foot, but come back up to vertical with the torso, right hand on hip, right hand on hip. Squeeze the heel to the butt with the power of the arm, but also with the power of the leg getting it there because you know what's about to happen. Keep the leg in place, but don't hold it. Just left hand to hip. Can you do dancer pose without holding? Okay. Let's have that little hamstring squeeze, butt squeeze. Good. You all look so desperate. Okay. (laughs) And then come back down. Stand on two feet. Come back to the top of your mat. Got to work on your strength, people. Inhale, arms lift up. Fold. Halfway lift. Down dog or chaturanga, your choice. And we'll meet in downward facing dog. 
Come forward to plank. Have that pressure through the ball of your foot and your heel. However you want to get there, get all the way down to the floor. Then let's set up for cobra. All right, we're going to do three cobras in a second. This will be our big back bend. Cobra can be a huge back bend if you want it to be a huge back bend. But the first one you do will not be your biggest. Hands are set directly underneath the tops of the shoulders or a little bit further backwards. All right, so underneath the shoulders default or a little further backwards. If you know you need less, hands go forward of the shoulders and wide. Before we come up, get your feet working, get your feet back bending. Press through the tops of the feet, press through the hands. Come up medium to a little bigger than medium cobra, but not your hugest. Hands press down and are dragging the mat backwards. Feet press down and are dragging the mat forwards. Elbows hug a little bit in. One more breath. Come down, pause. All right, so that was your warm-up one. You can, you can rethink where you put your hands. Again, for a little more, they come further down the torso towards armpit. For a little less, they go ahead of the shoulders and wide. Get your feet back bending first. Lengthen the tops of the feet back and down. Then press through feet and hand. Rise up. Second cobra. So approaching whatever your max is going to be for today. Use your hands to pull the mat backwards. Use your feet to pull the mat forwards. And use your breath just to make it sustainable. Make sure shoulders are softening away from ears. Elbows hugging a little bit. Good. Come all the way back down. A few breaths before we do our last. So if it was feeling good, just keep riding that train. You can do your biggest and last one in a second. Or if you need to back off a little bit, you back off. Last one. So we start by back bending the feet. Then we set the hands. We use hands and feet. Rise with breath. Whatever size cobra feels really good to you. Make sure you can breathe as you do it. And then use your feet to drag forward, your hands to drag backward. Why don't you stay another moment? Then all the way down and just rest. Just rest. Okay. You quite like Cobra. We don't always do it to its max. So listen first for the options while you stay here and breathe. Option one is when we come up, you just come up and you come to sit. Option two is you do down dog first for a couple breaths and then you come to sit. So now it's your moment. Down dog and sit or just sit. And when we sit, we're going to sit with two straight legs forward. Two straight legs forward. If you find yourself slumped back, sit on the narrow foam block or a brick or fold your mat or fold a blanket. Have a little lift for butt. Feet are about hip distance wide and remain so. Bend the right knee so the right leg is sort of in half of a squat. Then scoot the whole left leg and left hip a little forward. So already the hips are crooked. Left elbow around right knee, right hand behind you. So it's a version of Marichyasana twist. 
Use both arms to lengthen the torso up. Use the straight leg to reach out. Use the bent leg to press down and then start finding your twist. So a little like corkscrew from belly on up. If you're still twisting and holding around the leg is restricting you, go outside the leg with the arm. Just make sure you're not leaning way forward as you do that. Last few reminders, straight leg active. Bent leg pushes down. Bent leg pushes back into arm that is using it to twist. You sort of resist the twist a little bit. Come back, face forward, two straight legs. Feet remain hip distance. We go to other side, so bend left knee. Feet remain hip distance. And if you bring that leg so tightly in, you feel really rounded and slumped, you can bring the foot a little further forward. Whole right leg and right hip a little forward, so you're already twisted. Right elbow around left knee, left hand behind you. Use the arms to lengthen bolt upright through the top of your head. Start twisting, right leg straightens forward, left leg presses down. If you have that little corkscrew from sort of belly muscles on up turning you and you're still going and want to go outside the leg, do so, but notice if you have to sort of round forward to make that happen. If so, and you can't come out of that, just stay where you were. Right leg strong reach, left leg press down, back of head really open, back of neck really open. Couple breaths. Come back, face forward, two straight legs. Hands by your side, just to help you sit upright. So you can be on fingertips or palms, depending on your proportions. Two straight legs. And whatever distance you like having your feet when you stand at the top of your mat, have your feet at that distance. So whatever distance your feet are apart from each other when you stand at the top of your mat, that's where they are now. Slowly point through the feet, keeping the heels on the floor. Try not to do that with your toes. Just try to do it with the foot and ankle. Then slowly reach through the heels to flex the foot. One more time. Point through the foot without scrunch of toe. Flex the foot. Find somewhere a little bit in the middle. Then bend the knees enough for you to bring belly and thigh very close together. So bend the knees enough for you to get belly and thigh really close together. With your strap or your hands, grab the balls of your feet. Notice if your feet are rolling in or rolling out and press evenly through big toe side of foot, pinky toe side of foot into strap or hand. Now, if you are over the legs and can re-straighten the legs without belly moving away from thighs, do so. Bend elbows out to help pull yourself over the legs. If you are very much over the legs, swoop the elbows back in toward the leg and maybe walk the hands past the feet. We'll stay a couple more breaths. Find a breath that moves easy through parted teeth and keep some effort in the press out through foot into hand or foot into strap. Noticing if we have that little roll in or roll out of feet. Yes. Last one. Nice. And then come up. We we can sit with two straight legs. Hands however you want them to be. Eyes closed or looking down. 
Observe how you feel after all that we've done. Remind yourself of your intention. And in a moment, try to take that intention into the way you rest or attempt rest. Okay. So you can sit and meditate and breathe, or you can lie down. If you want to quietly get props or put on socks or jumpers or that sort of thing, do so. If you are by a wall and want to do legs up a wall, you can do that. Find what feels symmetrical to you through the position of your leg and foot, the position of your hand and elbow. Every time you get distracted, no big deal. And you can just say that to yourself, no big deal. And you come back to practicing rest. We'll support each other for a few minutes.
Come back to your breath. You can walk the feet in and just roll to your side when you're ready and use your arm as a pillow. Just stay there. Come up to sit with eyes closed or looking down. We brought a lot of attention to feet. Now you can keep the attention there or you can bring your awareness or even your hands to a part of you that needs it. And that might not even be something physical. It could be anything else. Breathe into that place with kindness for a moment. Let's share our kindness with each other by breathing together. Big breath in. Let it out. You can bow or touch the floor, close in a way that's meaningful for you. Okay. Thank you, everybody. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Take good care of yourselves. Thanks for listening, everybody. Check out more at adamyogapodcast.com and leave a review wherever it is you listen. Thank you.